Welcome to The Front Line, the sales and marketing podcast. Hello everyone and welcome to The Front Line Sales and Marketing Podcast. We aim to provide entrepreneurs and enterprise leaders with the three T's, the tools, tips and techniques that help improve sales and marketing knowledge for better results. I'm joined today by my fellow cast members, Floris Block, marketing strategy, digital transformation expert, Jeremy Pierce, sales trainer, coach, and outside sales training, uh, founder and creator of the Mastermind Sales Methodology, and myself, I do, uh, sorry, my name is Awen Collis, <laughs> and I do CRM and marketing automation, uh, and I'm an all-around good guy. So, today, uh, we're going to be discussing marketing automation and managing your funnel. Welcome, guys, and uh, how you doing? <laughs> Hi. Maybe have an automatic robot do the intro. Oh, we should do. Be be better without mistakes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We are all not perfect. It's perfect. So. (laughs) Well, you've got to put the human back in it because uh, everybody's doing automation, and uh, if it's not done well, it's uh, it's robotic and it's crap. Exactly. So, what is it that we're trying to uh, to discuss today then? Well, in the last episode, we talked about uh, inbound versus outbound sales methodologies and uh, or marketing methodologies and which one was better in terms of the, our time use. And we concluded that um, whilst inbound is uh, good, it is a lot of work. Whilst outbound is good, it's very short term. So a good combination of the both is, uh, is ideal. So in today we're going to be uh, today's session we're going to be talking about how marketing automation can be the next step and assist you in making uh, warm leads warmer and uh, cold leads warmer as well. <laughs> I think we said hot leads hotter and cold leads warmer. That sounds better, yeah. <laughs> but um, but basically, yeah, sort of triaging how those people come through the funnel, being able to uh, build a one-to-one relationship at scale with them. And basically reduce the cost of having to um, filter out people that aren't ready, and um, and improve the the uh, the speed and quality service to those that are ready. Fantastic. There's that that expression built one-to-one relationship at scale i think it's an incredibly powerful statement but maybe we need to clarify it a little bit you're a resident marketing automation guy tell us more please well i mean if you if you get that moment when you're you're dealing with a brand and you get that aha moment or like wow you get me um that's an incredible moment and that is a one-to-one moment where you are being communicated with from the brand or from maybe one person at the business, seemingly, um, that really just understands where you're at in the buying journey, understands what you want and how to solve your problem. Now that can be through a a templated email written really, really well. Uh, It can be from an SMS message that brings together a few things. Um, It can be a number of things, you know, having having a a one-to-one interaction. I mean, businesses that, or or customers that feel connected to a, a, a business, will spend oh, 83% of customers that feel connected to a business will spend more uh, for the same product or service. So, hey, if you want to charge more, offer good customer service. It goes hand in hand. So uh, it's funny. It, it, sorry. A lot, I was just going to say, a lot of the time I, I hear from a lot of small business owners is that marketing automation is too expensive and we can't utilize it or we d- there's no need for it. Um, so let's just say, for example, you know, accounting firms, law firms, uh, small business owners in maybe, um, what are some other professions? Uh, basically, if you sell any, like if you've got an online store, you know, abandoned cart is an automation. Yep. Um, most online platforms uh, for, for online selling do include at least one 
uh, abandoned cart email but what happens if you know you want to have something specific to what was in the cart maybe offer other products that are relevant based on what was in there and you 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 saying that people um, think it's too expensive people you can get uh, active campaign for nine dollars a month if you've got less than 500 contacts so you can't tell me it's too expensive think about your time yeah you got to build it out in the first instance you know we were talking about inbound marketing that building it out in the first instance is probably all of the work but you're always going to say hey you left something in your cart um here's a snippet of what it was click here to go back it's not that hard and it's not that expensive to do no and and i think again in uh, in marketing you're always looking at roi right Re- return on investment if you're spending what did you say nine to ten dollars on active campaign and you're actually being able to communicate to 500 customers that wouldn't have actually necessarily bought from you and all of a sudden they have bought from you if one of them buys more than ten dollars you've actually basically broken even if two of them pay ten dollars for a product or a service you've actually made your money back and then some so it, it makes sense oh and it's hot in the moment too like the average is that the business that responds within first gets the business so if someone's on um, you know making a few web inquiries for a plumber for example and you get a um, uh, an, an email coming back saying yep we're on the case uh, we've, we've uh, notified our service crew and uh, we'll be in touch with you in you know in five minutes and then an alert might go internally that you can then go and follow up with this person that hey, someone's, someone's called the business, let's call them back. Well, that's the thing. I mean, there are many different types of automation, right? So you've got your automation in terms of building your, your communication campaign, but you've got automation as well in how you respond to a customer inquiries that come through whichever portal that you may have. So you can attach bots to uh, Messenger, Facebook Messenger. You can attach it to WhatsApp as well. You can attach it to your own website. So you can do some kind of immediate response to customers through automation of answering customer inquiries. I mean, it's a no-brainer. It's cost-effective. Yep. It's no no-brainer, really, because it helps out. Reach out to other customers as well if they have any questions. So back in... With in AI bots, is that... That's the Facebook yeah. stuff that you're talking about, hey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, customer service now all across the world are trying to, I wouldn't say replace people because it's a hot topic on on, on automation and, and you know, so that wants to talk about this. Absolutely. And in the US, uh, I think they came up with a number that said 84% of jobs are going to be replaced by automation. So let's not touch into it right now. Uh, there's a lot of fear on the subject, but I'll say one thing. For every job that is automated and a person is taken out of that job there are new jobs that are being created that could either leverage that automation or create the technology to make use of it or create more value add positions that's all i'm going to say on it right now yeah. <laughs> um but um uh, the numbers are a bit scary but let's not panic because there are there are there's an upside to it as well in in this particular conversation that we're having now customer services like for example let's say telstra right or optus or whoever let's not point a finger at one but if you have a, a, a problem with for example your uh, your bill you can do quite a lot by actually just talking to a chatbot but what needs to be absolutely made clear is that 
to the customers as well from a customer's experience point of view is you need to make it absolutely clear that you're actually talking to the bot and you also need to make sure that there is a way to escalate to a human agent as well now the technology in the background is absolutely phenomenal because th you've got the bot that's doing natural language programming type of uh, AI it's answering contextually to the questions that you're putting in place so you providing a good customer experience but at the moment it gets too much for the uh, the bot to handle someone steps in an agent steps in but that agent will have an entire history of that conversation and will be able to go back and then provide additional information so you're still providing uh, a cost-effective tool to leverage time and people through the use of technology but you're also still providing that customer experience as well I think there was a the statistics on this TED talk um, that actually just came out a couple of days ago as a podcast um, that they require for AI to actually work effectively you need a 70% human interaction and a 30% AI interaction because the AI will give you really great statistics and results and then the human interaction will give you the touch the feel absolutely uh, for two and reasons simultaneously working together will increase the results and productivity over absolutely tenfold and in my opinion, one. for two reasons. One is because you need to train the AI, and that AI can only be trained through whatever past human experiences have been uh, achieved. Um, and the other reason is because of that escalation as well. You know, that path to go from a, uh, a robot bot sorry, to a human agent. Um, but it's it's absolutely essential to have also that entire history so that the the person can then uh, deal with the matter but what is absolutely essential as well probably didn't come out in the TED talk but it has come out in other research is that in that 30% that is the bot mix if you wish out of the uh, human bot uh, uh, interaction interaction or hybrid system is in that 30% you're already covering about 70 to 80% of what people need and that's quite a lot right so you freed that 70% of your human interactions to do very high value uh, type of customer relationship uh, or customer inquiry customer service yeah well I mean the start of every call is can I identify you and make sure you know we you have an account and you're the right person to deal to speak to yeah and that conversation probably takes one minute and then you know if you're Telstra and you've got a million customers uh, calling in every day then that's one million minutes Mm -hmm. It's no small figure. Um, and being able to map that across, uh, you know, every different component and, you know, du directing it to the right person, um, being able to preemptively ring or have callbacks and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it, it just means that companies can offer things at more effective prices, be more competitive in the marketplace, um, you know, respond faster and provide better customer service. But marketing automation isn't always like... What we're talking very much about the big end of town with call call center operations but on the, on the small side it could just be that you know for, for me talking about marketing automation and you know it's really good that we're having this podcast because I get to explain it but it's it's not something you can rattle off the tongue because a lot of people just don't get it so when people book a meeting with me I've got a five email sequence over two weeks which just explains you know some of the stats and how it can be used and there's a couple of videos you know not one of those things tries to sell all it does is try to educate and by the end of that people are more ready and willing to accept and you know they understand what 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 I'm talking about and why it's important and you know people take me totally differently so that's what I mean by making your your cold contacts warm or your hot contacts hotter is that 
um, you're either providing more information and value that they can relate back to what they want to do with you or, or um, you can filter them out quicker or if they're not ready now they could be ready in six months but you've kept providing information you've kept them thinking about you it's just about brand awareness could you give us a concrete example of how that let's say it's an email uh, campaign mm. um, without actually demonstrating the, uh, the the use of the software but can you give us sort of like step one step two step three and 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 how do you build it in order to actually make it effective okay so um generally people want to get an answer straight away so you want to have some kind of an autoresponder and that could be that they came in off a, a lead magnet or an inquiry form on your website or they send an email through um and then they get something back saying hey we've received your request um uh here is um you know some information and you, you would set that up to be sitting behind whatever it is that they engaged you with. So in the first instance, we'll use a lead, lead magnet, like an ebook or something. Um, let's just say it's on sales and marketing. And so Jeremy sets up an ebook. He puts out a, um, uh, an email saying, hey, thanks for that, here is your ebook. Maybe the next day, um, you'll have a button there. So if they haven't downloaded it, um, it'll send another email the next day saying, hey, don't forget to download your ebook. But the conversations fundamentally changed to go from here's your ebook to don't forget we sent this yesterday. Um, you know we know where you're at in in dealing with us, and we want to make sure that you get what you want. Then after they've clicked the ebook, there could be another email or, or follow up or a link off to a page or something that then says here is the next step once you've read the ebook, or you know follow up with them seven days later. By now you should have had enough time to read that ebook we sent you x amount of days ago and you're evolving the conversation with the person. Now that's only about three or four emails deep, but then you can have other things that branch off into different things, avenues like, you know, from the ebook there might be five topics or three topics and you have a video, one, two or three. Depending on what they're interested in, they might click a button or watch a video and then you then trigger the next email based on the input of that previous element in that journey. And you get infinitely more complex, um, but, uh, you know, simplicity is key, but certainly, you know, something that, recognizes what the last thing was in that person's journey where they are you know you've got dynamic content that you can say um, you know once I, I was living in Darwin and I got a um, bit of marketing it said warm up with a coffee in winter uh, whilst you're doing your internship <laughs> there ain't no winter in Darwin <laughs> um, and we don't do internships in the way that they talk about it in the US you might do one sure but no one talks about it as an internship you're just doing your, your normal study so being able to um, understand where they're at, who they are, how to engage with them can be really, really important and can really change their mindset about you as a business. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that because, again, in the previous uh, podcast, we were talking about customer segmentation, right? It, it just is absolutely essential that you know who your customers are and you know what they do and how they do it and, and so that you're able to communicate to them. Um, so other than this uh, small side note, just to make it, uh, because it's a, a nice coincidence, um, does, is everything that you just now described, is that, is that then the one-to-one -one relationship at scale? Effectively, yeah. I mean, you're always trying to grow and evolve and refine that process. Um, you know, you asked me for an example. Here's another one. I, uh, I did a Facebook chatbot and I had a client who really wanted to grow one particular store that was a bit quiet down in Adelaide. 
and um, and he wanted to know who was around there that was on his Facebook Messenger group. So he had about two and a half thousand people in Facebook Messenger. Uh, and so I put a message out, hey, we've got a special discount for you uh, and there are different discounts depending on where you are. So click here if you're in Brisbane, click here and if you're in Ormo, click here if you're in Adelaide. And we segmented them using a tag based on the button that they clicked. Mm. Um, so we got a 97% open rate and a 73% click rate. Um, straight away, we were able to then target them individually and one, change the conversation based on where they are. And then they resonate deeply with that and they go, oh, well, you're not going to tell me irrelevant stuff that there's, you know, here's the newsletter. This is, this is the old style. Is here's a newsletter full of everything or here's three products relevant to what you've clicked on online that it, you might find interesting that are specific to you. But then like in more complex, more expensive software, you can then map that to how that goes with um, you know, their Facebook advertising or maybe there's a suppression list if there's someone that's n always gonna unsubscribe or if they're always gonna put, put in spam complaints, you can take them out of the process immediately. So you're not bugging people and uh, peeing off <laughs> or annoying people <laughs> that don't want marketing. So common, I could, the, the most common automation automated email that you'd see are just like invoice reminders. That's sort of like where you start, where it starts really. Mm -hmm. And then, what are the what are the most easiest and simple automation um, methods to use for a small business? I I think the best is refer referrals so an automated referral uh, email mm. um, that's a, that's one of the, the, the best I've found is following up if you've got an existing client base or you've had over the past few years you've had thousand or two thousand customers you've already got an e you've got an e email list of two thousand customers there that you can ask referrals for mm-hmm yeah well I, I'd say uh, you know your your existing customers are your best customers and the ones more likely to refer so what you could even do in that one is make it a little bit more elegant and even just using something as simple as active campaign you send an email going how did you like our service was it good or bad or you know happy face frowny face somewhere service. in between and then based on what they click you can send another email um, and you know if it's bad you can say here's an outlet give it to us so you don't put it on Google or, or Facebook and publicly show people that you know you didn't have a good interaction with us yeah and by doing that i had one customer turn around and we sent her some videos and stuff because she wasn't using the product properly and we completely turned her around it just she just didn't get it in the first instance so by helping her she then became a brand advocate um and then my other piece of advice would be follow up do it more than once you know if you ask for the referral if they don't click here to to, to send it on or to post on facebook or to you know whatever action you're trying to get them to do send it once or twice again you know further down the track not not three times in one day but <laughs> people need like i have to tell my kids several times to go and put their shoes on to get out the door to go to school you just got to follow up did did you just compare our target audience to kids <laughs> to humans okay <laughs> to humans well, with other things on their mind yeah but but, but that's the thing i mean uh, it i don't think the comparison is too far-fetched um we are all of us time short and uh, attention poor right B we've got so much happening we've got so much going on between you know life in general whether you have kids or not with your jobs or your family your friends uh your social life your hobbies 
um, if you're doing an MBA on top of everything like you are, um, all of these are all elements that take away from your attention. And of course, when you get an email that says, do you like our products? Please talk about it uh, to your friends. You know, you might want to actually think about it and not have the time for it and delete that email. So absolutely, you need to go back and, and, and to uh, repeat uh, the question. Yeah. Mm. Jeremy, did you have any final thoughts before we close out? No, that's pretty much it. You guys are the experts in this uh, area. <laughs> um, I talk a little fast when I get excited, sorry. There was, a lot, there was a lot in there. I think there was a lot of information to, to take on and, and a lot of value in that. Uh, automation can really help small to large business, even you know, your solopreneur just trying to automate things to make it easier for you. Um, I, I think that's the, the, the key out of it. it help you save more time in the long run essentially absolutely so thank you again everybody uh, so in closing we basically went over marketing automation and managing your funnel and how to use it basically to build a one-on-one -on -one relationship at scale with your uh, contacts and customers so uh, another uh, podcast uh, coming up we are discussing um, authority marketing that's the one authority <laughs> marketing thank you very much so if uh if you'd like to join us or if you have any topics for us to discuss um please let us know uh, we'll be available to chat on linkedin or you can go to uh, the contact form on our website www.thefrontlinepodcast.com and we'll be sure to respond as soon as we can perhaps with marketing automation you never know <laughs> so thank you again to, uh, for for listening this has been another episode of the frontline sales and marketing podcast we look forward to chatting with you and you can see us on linkedin youtube facebook and the website and have a good one thank you very much thank you very Peace. much guys you have been listening to the sales and marketing podcast we hope you enjoyed this episode and hope to see you again soon on the front line Thank <laughs> you.